Let's get away from some of today's action. Talk about running businesses and pets with the Pet Mad Express CEO. Joining us, Matthew Hewlett is the CEO of the business and former executive at the company we were just discussing, Expedia. Matthew, great to have you here. Who else you got there? Parents this time. Last time he was hiding. <laughs> Good to see you. Okay. Glad you got a little teamwork here. You've also got a book that just came out about running businesses, how to unlock corporate potential. Tell us about it. Yeah, I've taken basically 30 years of my turnaround work um, and packaged in a book to help executives and entrepreneurs really dis discover whether they could be market leaders. I like to think of it as like, I, by the end of the book, you should have a FICO score for your business. Nice, I like that. Uh, do, do businesses do that already? Do they have a way to kind of quantitatively keep track of, uh, I mean, I guess we could look at the, the, the stock or we could look at the traditional kind of uh, balance sheet metrics, but I like the idea of the, the FICO score. What, uh, tell me what, more about that. Well, I couldn't find any, any book like this because I started my career out in the, in the web 1.0 burst uh, and one of my investors was Mike Moritz at Sequoia Capital. <laughs> and uh, he sent out a very um, ominous, I think infamous slide deck called um, RIP, Rest in Peace. And that was kind of my undergraduate degree in turning around businesses. So I couldn't find anything like this. So I decided to package it in the book. I call it the insight score. And I take the, uh, the reader through five different really vectors on how to score their business. Wow, cool. Okay, so there really is sort of a, a quantitative aspect to it where one can kind of gauge the, the status of their own business. What about the timing, uh, Matt? I mean, coming from that uh, tech roots and uh, having worked at Rosetta Stone too, a, a software business uh, right now, there's a lot of pressure in uh, high growth software businesses. Uh, who do you think is gonna get the most utility from this? Well, I want to I want to kind of semi answer your question with Expedia because I was at Expedia probably in the early days of Expedia, and you know I'm long on Expedia, and all those software businesses that are trying to get heads in beds and butts in seats are going to do really really well, and even if we get to a recession, a lot of those businesses are counter cyclical. So I'm really long on those types of plays. Um, in terms of businesses that are profitable, you did a post recently about a thousand or three thousand Russell three thousand around. <laughs> nice. You know that's. That's not a good place to be. Um, so, you know, I'm I'm really kind of a bear on those businesses that don't have really good unit economics and know how to run, you know, a profitable business. So I'm like you, a little bit more skeptical about those high flyers. Uh, Pet Meds is making money right now. Your uh, report uh, from the uh, third quarter uh, generated 21 cents, uh, $60 million of sales, average order size that was increasing on an annual basis. Uh, but your stock's getting wrapped up in the selling. What do you think's going on here uh, with Pet Med today? Yeah, we're going to report earnings on the 9th. And really, you know, in early innings for this turnaround, really it's a business that's had a lot of cash, not a lot of growth. And we're really trying to justify our put Harry down justify really our, our existence as a pet prescription business, but also develop this business as more of a pet health expert. So we're starting to deploy some of that capital. And we just announced a deal with um, a leading pet telemedicine company called Vetster that will really kind of get us several, several leaps on the chessboard ahead of where the competition is. I saw that pretty interesting uh, move uh, from last month. Uh, Vetster and the online uh, potential to, uh, I guess, take away some of the you know, uh, uh, travel back and forth as a pet owner myself, I kind of like looking at my cat, I'm like, it seems fine. Do I really need to go to the vet? I probably would interact more with the vet if I could just click the button easily. Uh, how does Vetster um, fit in with the uh, pet insurance or the, the costs? How does that work? 
Yeah, well, you think about it, the easiest way to describe it is it's basically a, a vet on your phone, which really has been a feature or really nascent in most of the, the pet ecosystem. In human health, obviously, we all know some of the names there, but in pet telemedicine, it's been treated like Zoom. It hasn't really been actually a telemedicine platform. And so our thought is integrating pet telemedicine insurance so the cost of claims are cheaper over time, integrate into our subscription program so that our customers that use our auto ship and save program start getting some of these benefits. Over time, we lower the cost to the, to the actual pet parent and everyone benefits. And so as we start integrating really this strategy of being the pet health expert, we really want to be that CVS in the space versus the other folks who are kind of a Walmarts. Mm, I like that. Okay, good comparison there. As we talked a lot about the uh, success of CVSs too. Uh, so the uh, the turnaround and, and, and the growth story uh, continues to be underway. And then uh, how do you uh, deal, I guess, uh, Matt, with the uh, post-COVID uh, kind of pet paradigm? It seems like uh, there is going to be a, a more of a need and a, a recurring. Uh, you know, need for service for these pets. I will say that of all the kind of COVID trades that have come down, I've been shocked to see uh, how some of the pet-centric businesses uh, really have suffered here. Uh, when will you, I guess, when will you kind of know like what the final pet count is? I mean, I know some people have given some back, taken some back, but uh, for the most part, people are holding on to them. Yeah, no, there has been a little bit of that. Folks that have adopted pets have, have given them back, but seven out of 10 U.S. households have pets. And a lot of those pets are young and they're gonna need wellness, they're gonna need care, they're gonna need prescription medication. Um, I think you'll see a little bit of bumpiness when we get into you know 8% plus inflation, probably settles down to 5%. I don't think consumers are gonna make, or pet parents are gonna make a, you know, really a choice between you know, food um, or medication. I think those sectors are gonna be pretty strong in pet health. They could decide to do less of other things. But overall, it's going to be a very good anti-recessionary market like we've seen in the past. Okay. All right. Um, uh, very, uh, uh, very exciting. Uh, looking forward to the earnings next week. Uh, Matt, uh, nice to meet the whole team. And congrats on the book, Unlock, Five Questions to Unleash Your Company's Hidden Power. Thanks for coming back. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Look forward See to you. next time. Thank you, sir. Matthew Hewlett, CEO at PetMed Express, author of Unlock, for those that need to do a dissection and analysis of their business and how to keep growing. We'll check out the earnings next week for PetMed.